It's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 9.06 a.m. on Tuesday morning, and fallout continues from the weekend shooting of a 27-year-old black man, Rayshard Brooks, at the hands of a white Atlanta police officer who responded to reports that Brooks was sleeping in a car that was parked in a Wendy's drive-thru. Yesterday, Brooks' family and their attorney spoke. Uh, That attorney, L. Chris Stewart, claimed that officers should have let Brooks walk to his sister's nearby house as Brooks had requested during the encounter. Uh, Of course, that theory ignores the fact that Brooks had engaged in criminal activity, which cannot go unpunished. Atlanta's Democrat Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms also spoke yesterday, stating that what happened to Rayshard Brooks, quote, could have been any of us, end quote, uh, with the us referring to black residents of Atlanta. Of course, in reality, it only could have been anyone if that person committed a crime, resisted arrest, stole an officer's taser, fled, and then pointed a weapon at officers. All of which Brooks did during the fatal encounter. So seemingly, said encounter was not dictated by the color of Brooks' skin. Uh, Had Brooks been white or brown or red or yellow, uh, it would have been equally appropriate for officers to end the threat with the violent, uncooperative, armed subject in the way they did with Brooks. Uh, Of course, many in this country are ignoring the fact that officers acted appropriately in ending the threat to themselves and the surrounding community. Uh, They're just ignoring that point. Folks who are ignoring that point, who are in that camp, are seemingly trying to tie Brooks' weekend death to the May 25th death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. But that cannot honestly be done. George Floyd was needlessly and tragically killed by four Minneapolis police officers. Uh, who deserve to be prosecuted for what they did to Floyd. That certainly was an instance of rotten cops engaging in misconduct. However, that does not mean that all fatal officer-suspect encounters fall into that category. 
Uh, each instance is its own happening and must be treated as such. Just because what happened to George Floyd was horribly inappropriate does not mean that says anything one way or the other about any other officer suspect episodes in this country. Uh, But nonetheless, various leftists in this country are pretending it does, disingenuously acting like the inappropriateness of Floyd's death automatically transfers to make the Brooks death inappropriate as well and warranting of police reform action. One of those people is the aforementioned mayor of Atlanta, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yesterday, Bottoms announced that she would be signing administrative orders that address police use of force. Among the directives would be one requiring officers to only use the amount of force necessary to protect themselves and others. Uh, Which, again, is exactly what the officers, the Atlanta officers, did in the Brooks case. If officers doing their job properly is going to prompt changes to water down policing tactics, well then, more threats to the law-abiding population in this country will inevitably go unaddressed. Uh, Who knows how many law-abiding U.S. citizens will be harmed or killed as a result. Uh, That is a horrific but necessary thought at a time like this, uh, where various leaders of the Democrat Party are working to undermine law and order. That's right, it's not just in Atlanta. Uh, In New York... Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo is now ensuring that the ethnicity of suspects affects officers' approach to policing. In the city of Milwaukee, 11 of 15 city council members have signed on to a legislative effort that lays the groundwork for reducing that city's police department budget by 10% in the coming year. And look, what's happening in Milwaukee, it's possible that such a move could be justified if it was being done in the name of fiscal responsibility. You know, we'd have to take a look at how money is being spent on that department, but it's possible that if it was being done in the name of fiscal responsibility, there would be a good point to it. Uh, But it certainly is not being done in the name of fiscal responsibility. Uh, Rather, the alderman leading that charge in Milwaukee, a guy by the name of Jose Perez, has made it clear that this is an effort to stick it to cops. Uh, Perez's effort... It calls for the monies that are cut from the police department to go toward various welfare programs in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, So in the end, taxpayers will become less safe 
so that more of their hard-earned money can be stolen from them and given to complete strangers uh, who have done nothing to earn that money. That's what you get for voting Democrat in 2020. And all that, of course, comes in addition to the effort to totally dismantle the police department in leftist Minneapolis, as well as the efforts to make massive funding cuts to the police departments in leftist New York and leftist Los Angeles and various other leftist cities in this country. And if you want to know how drastically cutting police funding might work, take a look at the city of Detroit. In recent years, Detroit's financial woes have led to sizable cuts in their funding of the police department. Now, non-fatal shootings and homicides are both on the rise in Detroit. After sizable cuts were made to police department funding. In the city of Seattle, leftist leaders like Mayor Jenny Durkin continue to allow a six-block area that includes City Hall and a police precinct to be taken over by violent rioters. Uh, Seattle's police chief admitted last night that they are struggling to respond to 911 calls in that area, uh, adding that the response time for all calls in the city has greatly increased since this takeover of the six-block area. Oh, and instead of blaming themselves for their weak leadership that allowed this part of their downtown to be taken over, the Democrats who run Seattle and who run the state of Washington are disingenuously blaming all of it on, you guessed it, President Trump. Yesterday, Mayor Durkin claimed that Trump is inciting violence by sensibly calling for authorities to retake the seized six-block area of Seattle. Now, what's really laughable is that Durkin still refuses to this day to recognize the actual violence by the rioters that led to that area of Seattle being taken over in the first place. She won't even admit that those people who took over the six-block area were violent, when they certainly were. Durkin still disingenuously claims that the demonstrations that led to that takeover were peaceful, even though police officers were being physically attacked by the rioters. With everything that's happening, folks, you can understand why people would not want to be cops, especially in Democrat-run cities uh, where their leftist bosses will tie their hands and then throw them right under the bus. In Atlanta, at least 
eight officers have resigned this month. Uh, That in addition to the dozens that have resigned in Buffalo, the 14 that have resigned in Minneapolis, and the 10 that have resigned in a South Florida department. Uh, And it's certainly possible that there have already been more instances like this, and it's certainly possible that more similar instances will follow. Uh, Especially when you consider some of this. In the city of Chicago, leftist Chicago, Officers are being forced to work 12-hour shifts with no days off until further notice. In Los Angeles, leftist Los Angeles, officers have learned that they will not be paid for the $40 million in overtime costs that have accumulated in recent weeks as officers have patrolled the recent protests and riots in that city. I I mean, it's inexcusable, the way that the good cops are being treated. See, while it is imperative to get the bad cops out of the law enforcement field, it is imperative to maintain the good cops in the law enforcement field. Because without them, we're a nation without law and order. Which is exactly what so many of the leaders of today's Democrat Party want for your country. No law and order. And for anyone who wants to weigh in, we'd love to hear what you have to say. 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email John Muir Show at MWCRadio.com. Text 79489. It is 920. This is the John Muir Show.